This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds. And they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hey guys, quick thing. The TalkSport Fan Network is proudly supported by Mook Delivery, bringing you the food you love. Mook Delivery brings a top-tier lineup of food right to your door. No matter the result, you'll always be winning with Mook Delivery. So the only question left to say is, are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app and you can get reward points delivered too. So the ordering today means some tasty rewards for tomorrow. Only via app at participating restaurants. 18 plus, rewards registration required, points only on menu items, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. Hello and welcome to the Guna Talk. Back again with you guys for another episode of what is the Arsenal Transfer Show. Joining you every morning at 8am UK time. Hope you're doing good. Hope you're doing well. Thank you as always for joining us and making this a part of your morning routines. It's very much appreciated. Some really positive news this morning. Uh, lots of really interesting stuff to discuss as well, of course. We'll be tackling your questions in the chat box uh, very, very soon as well in our part two, part one, all about the latest Arsenal news. But before we get to any of that, please make sure you drop a like on the video, subscribe to the channel if you're new, and get involved with the channel as much as feasibly possible. Join our family, become a member, join our live show on Sunday. I'm looking forward to seeing so many of you, but more about that later. Uh, firstly, good morning to those joining us in the chat box. StreamYard's done its best to mug you off, but I've got your back. By looking on YouTube, Craig Price. Good morning to you, to Matt G, to Blackshine, Peeny Ween, Steve. We have got Stevie, we got Martin, Red Star, Paul, Craig Price, Carl, um, Carada in the chat box. Trevor, Temi, uh, Amira. Who else have we got? Uh, Jalali. Uh, we've got uh, Leo, Guna, Jake, Maximius, uh, Marcus. Plenty more of you guys and girls as well. Thank you everyone for tuning in. Um, but yeah, Streamyards. It was like. It only registered comments from like 10 minutes ago. But thankfully, I have my YouTube open so I could check. But we've also got people like Darbass as well. Uh, Lynn, good to see you in the chat box. Uh, Clock Orange, Trevor, so good. Um, and so good to see people helping each other out in the chat box regarding uh, the live show on Sunday. Uh, that's great community spirit. I love to see it. Brilliant stuff. More about that later on. Right. Let's go in with today's stories, shall we? We kick off uh, Gary Neville has been talking uh, about Arteta, uh, believe it or not. The man that cannot be kept out of anyone's mouths uh, these days. But on uh, Sky Sports' Overlap programme, there was obviously a lot of discussion with fans about Arsenal and titles and stuff like that. But one of the most interesting parts I found of the discussion was a comment that Neville made about refereeing and the decision-making and uh, the behaviour of managers on the touchline, because you may remember that Arteta was booked in the game against Manchester City, you know, as recently as, as Sunday. And it highlighted the stricter look into kind of what we're expecting to see from 
uh, kind of the, the coaches and, and everything else from this season as well. So I'm hoping that what we see is not Arteta being victimized or specifically kind of um, poked at because that is going to be very, very frustrating indeed if that is the case. Um, I can't tell you enough how frustrating it can be when it feels like Arsenal are the victims and being pointed at and talked to more so than anybody else. But uh, Neville speaking on the overlap said, I spoke to a non-league coach uh, and they had a briefing in pre-season about touchline behaviour. And they said that Mikel Arteta was a big reason that it was brought in because of last season's behaviour. And obviously we know they are being a lot more strict about touchline behaviour of managers and what they've been doing with managers. And I I don't know what it is that he's doing. I, I get that there's kind of the... The asking for yellow cards, that I know is something that Arteta does. That is what he was booked for um, on Sunday. And and to be fair, look, this is something that is in the rule book and has been in the rule book for some time. The, the asking for a yellow card is something you are not allowed to do in the rules. And Arteta does do this. But there are times I feel that Arteta's just his passion, like that technical area, right? I get why the technical area is there. And for me, if referees are, if, if uh, managers are impeding the the movement of the linesman up down the touchline, sure. But like, it feels as though sometimes we're trying to curb passion. We're trying to curb enthusiasm, uh, personality. Um, Arteta might need to rein it in a little bit, but it does, for me at least, feel like Arteta beyond anyone else gets victimised and pointed to beyond any other coach. And that just seems the way that it is at the moment, which is a real shame, a real big shame. Um, Nuno Tavares moving into transfers is said, according to reports in Germany and Sky, to be wanted by both Wolfsburg and Werder Bremen. Now, this would be a very good move for Arsenal, indeed, if they were successful in managing to get what is quoted to be around £13 million is said to be the asking price, which is around €16 million. Euros. Now, it'll be interesting to see if, indeed, Arsenal are successful in getting that amount of money for Nuno Tavares, because... He didn't have the best of seasons last year. Um, but around 15, 16 million euros, if Arsenal can get that for Tavares, I've said for some time, anything well above 10 million pounds is a great, great amount of money um, for Arsenal to be able to get because, you know, he's not very good. <laughs> so if Arsenal are able to get a good amount of money for him, they've done very well. He was at the Community Shield with the squad. He's back, as you can see in the image there, with the team. Um, and I did see him on Sunday. So he is there and around... Um, the club as well. But uh, Tavares, there is hope, maybe, um, that we'll be able to get him. But yes, as Anna says there, it is a tad short of that £40 million that so many of you (laughs) thought we were going to get. I do find it so funny when I think back to that show we did. It must have been, what, in May? must have been back as far as May. And so many people thought that we would get 40 million quid for Nuno Tavares. Goodness me. Goodness gracious me. Uh, talks between Tierney and Lareal, Real Sociedad, are, are underway and amid a option of a loan, um, to, to basically a loan to buy a potential move for Kieran Tierney. We talked yesterday about the fact that Real Sociedad were interested in loaning the player, but that has been corroborated by plenty of outlets today and yesterday. Um, but it seems that Real Sostad would like to see, if possible, a option included in any potential deal. Arsenal, of course, would prefer a, a permanent deal for Kieran Tierney and of a significant price tag 
as well. There were clubs like Aston Villa and Newcastle, both interested, but so far there's been no indication, of course, that um, a kind of a, a permanent move by either of those two clubs would come to fruition. I said yesterday, and I've explained yesterday, and I did a piece on this yesterday as well to explain it in even more detail, that a loan, a dry loan, no option, um, would make a lot of sense for Kieran Tierney because with three years left on his deal, he's not going to pay all that much You know, this season with four other players ahead of him, technically five if you include Tavares, technically six if you include youngster Lino Sosa as well. There are six other players that could play left-back for Arsenal next season. Zinchenko, Timber, Kivior, Tomiyasu, Sosa, Tavares. But Tavares and Sosa, we don't really count. But there's at least four um, in that kind of group of left-backs at the club. So if he was to go on loan, he would return to Arsenal in 2024 with two years left on his contract, having played regularly for a team, maintained that value, potentially even risen that value. I only see the value going in one direction if he was to go out on loan and have a good season. So I see why a dry loan makes sense. But the idea that an option would be included and how much that option is obviously a big part of this discussion if it was like 25 million pounds that's frustrating um because he's worth more than that in my opinion Arsenal should be getting at least upwards of 30 upwards closer to 40 in my view for Kieran Tierney but uh it's just unfortunately a situation where stylistically he doesn't suit what Arteta wants he's tried he's really really tried to suit what Arteta wants in that left back role but he's just not been able to work he's just not been able to find that style and he does need in my view if I was him if I take my Arsenal hat off for a second I wish that he could work at Arsenal I really do but I feel as though if I was Kieran Tierney I'd be looking to try and find a place that emphasizes the best parts of his natural abilities and I'm not sure that Arsenal is that and he's got a lot of players around him at the moment so alone with three years left on his deal does make sense at this point but an option for a low figure, I don't feel good about that. But we don't know, ultimately, uh, Mate, Mate uh, Moreto was the person reporting this yesterday. Uh, we don't know if, indeed, that option, uh, kind of the figure that's associated with it as well. Um, but there, that is kind of the situation with Kieran Tierney right now. Moving on to our penultimate story, and Arsenal have reportedly uh, rejected, according to Fabrice Hawkins of RMC Sports, uh, £34.4 million, pounds, €40 million euro bid from Monaco, for Balogun. And that's good. That is good. You know, we've been talking about how much Arsenal would value Balogun, what kind of figure we would be expecting. And as I've been saying for some time, £35 million is what I thought he might end up going for. And I'll happily hold my hands up. And if we get £40 million, I will be overjoyed to get upwards of £40 million. I feel as though a €45 million Euro bid might be potentially enough. It depends on how much of that is guaranteed, how much of that is add-ons, the structure of deals. People forget about the structure of deals quite a lot and how much is guaranteed, how much is upfront, what stages they are. You know, sometimes we see Arsenal go like £5 million below the asking price. I remember when we were at like £90 million for Declan Rice and people were saying, why don't we just pay the extra £10 million and get to 100 now? Well, it's not as simple as that because the structure of the deal matters, how much of it is guaranteed, how much of it is upfront, how much the add-ons are, what the add-ons are it's not just a simple matter of just pay the extra five ten million quid so it depends on what monaco offered as well if it was 35 million pounds guaranteed all in that could even be enough in itself to tempt arsenal i doubt that that is the case well i think arsenal will be looking for 45 million euros remember that 
Balogun cost us nothing, only has cost us wages, and any amount of money that we get makes him look really good. It's my understanding that the club would like to get a record sale for Balogun. That is what they would like to get, um, and that's what they'll certainly be trying to push to try and achieve. That currently is the likes of Alex Awobi, £38 million, Alex Oxlade-Chamberlain, around the same figure. So Arsenal are hoping to try and get a record sale from Balogun's potential exit. So let's wait and see. And then, if he does indeed move on, let's see if that indeed leans into forces through a potential move for somebody else, maybe a Mohamed Kudus, for instance. And our headline story of the day is that it was indeed agreed between Arsenal and Brentford, a deal to sign David Raya. Uh, £25 million is the guaranteed fee with add-ons included. Suggestions of around £30 million. Um, I believe it might be slightly less uh, than 30, which is great news uh, for Arsenal. But £25 million guaranteed fee plus add-ons. Remember that Brentford wanted 40 at the start of the window and certainly were quoting clubs like Manchester United, like Tottenham Hotspur, £40 million if they wanted to buy David Raya. So the idea that Arsenal would get him for a guaranteed £25 million with add-ons that could not even breach that £30 million figure is really, really good from an Arsenal perspective. A fantastic bit of business comes in to bring competition for Aaron Ramsdale. We've now got two goalkeepers that can play in the Premier League, can play in the Champions League, can play in the Cup competitions. We've got loads of competition there. Both goalkeepers have been talking recently. Aaron Ramsdale did an interview of ITV where he was asked about the potential for competition. He talked about the fact that how he's gone to clubs, you know, been that player that's gone in and said, um, you know, that I'm there to take your place. So it was obviously he couldn't be ignorant enough to say that it would never happen to him and he said bring it on bring it on to David Raya. David Raya has also done interviews where in the past where he's talked about the dynamic between the goalkeepers the situation between the goalkeepers the sharing of minutes the helping of one another the pushing of one another I think we've got two personalities in goal that are going to push one another fight for that number one spot but ultimately both of them are going to put Arsenal first which is the most important thing that we can ask of any player is that you play from the badge on the front to remember the name on the back as a certain Mr Arsenal once said and I think that David Raya will push Ramsdale I think that if he's potentially better which if you look at the statistics of last season Raya certainly improved more impressed more than what Ramsdale did last season statistically both shot stopping and uh, his distribution. So let's wait and see how these two fare. But I think I'm really excited to see, um, <laughs> as Rancy says, potentially England's number one going up against Spain's future number one. Um, he's certainly competitive in that squad for Spain, as Ramsdale is for England. So let's wait and see what happens. But I'm excited by this deal. And the only winner of this is always going to be Arsenal. That's part two right after this. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Away days are great, but there's nothing quite like playing at home. And the same goes for McDonald's. Maximise your home ground advantage with Mook Delivery. Are you in? Order now on the McDonald's app. At participating restaurants, 18 plus serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com.
Lovely job. Right. Live event stuff. Um, but a big push yesterday. I really, really want us to sell as many of these remaining tickets as we can for this event. So I'm going to take a couple of minutes of your time just to talk about it in a little bit of extra detail. Link to come to our show is down in the description. Uh, you can join us. Um, I can tell you that there are plenty of people that are going to be in attendance to watch myself, Harry Simiu, FK, Mike Feinberg and Bailey Keogh. But we want to invite more. We want to get more of you there. And thank you to everybody that helped share the post yesterday on social media. Um, I'm going to be at the game, of course, on Saturday. Uh, make sure you come along. Scan that QR code. If you're based in London, you're going to be in London on Sunday and you don't have any plans on Sunday evening, then join us. Join myself, Harry, FK, Mike, and Bailey, plus plenty of people that you see in the chat box. You want to see these people. You want to meet them for the first time. Put some faces to names. Turn them from just a name on the screen into a person you've met in real life. You might make friendships for the rest of your life. I'd love to see it. I'd love to see so many of the community spirit in the chat box. I've already seen people in the chat box this morning sorting out lifts for one another so they can come and join the show. Um, if you've got friends that are Arsenal fans and you're coming to the event, don't come by yourself. Come and bring someone with you. Bring a friend. Bring family. Come along and join us for what is hopefully going to be a very enjoyable evening. The more the merrier, I say. So we're hoping to get more people to come along as well, which is fantastic. But uh, what I can tell you is the night is going to be a lot of fun. I've got some funny games plans that I'm not going to be telling my guests about until the night of, which should be quite fun. Um, and uh, it's not over 18s only. So if you want to bring... The young ones, you are more than welcome. I'm just going to have to tell Mike to just be as sensible as he can within the confines of what Mike is feasibly able to be behaviorally. Um, but uh, it's going to be great. So I'm looking forward to it and I can't wait to see you. Um, for those of people that have bought tickets, if you've had an issue with kind of the ticket not showing up on the thing, I will have, as Morgie says, a list of names. So if you've bought a ticket, I have all of the names of the people that have bought tickets and we have got a giant list. So we will be ticking you off on the door. So if you've not got or you don't, if you accidentally forget the ticket or whatever, we will have a list of names uh, of those that have bought tickets on the door. So whatever name you put onto the event when you bought your ticket, we will have that name plus the number of tickets that you bought. So don't worry about that. We will have a list of names. So if for whatever reason you can't access the ticket, because I know some people's phones are a bit crazy these days. Um, so there you go. Right. Let's go into your questions. Uh, on the door, there might be some tickets on the door. But what I would say is that don't leave it up to chance. Yeah, don't leave it to chance. Get them online if you can. But uh, there is potential that there could be some uh, on the door or we might be able to squeeze some people in, which is fantastic. OK, uh, let's go to questions then, shall we? Let's scroll up in the chat box. Uh, William says, Tom, peeping Todd Bowleys will pay 100 million for Caicedo, 65 million for Kukurea, 25 million for Robert Sanchez, 20 million for Graham Potter. The fact that Brighton Football Club are worth 230 million. Did he miss a trick? <laughs> um, maybe, maybe so. And Caicedo's deal continues to kind of bubble away he didn't wasn't included in the last squad it'll be interesting to see if Caicedo is in the first Premier League game of the season of course we're just days away now from that Premier League starting I'm excited I'm buzzing I can't wait to get to the Emirates on Saturday for the first game hopefully we can put about 20 past Nottingham Forest and this is coming from a person that lived in Nottingham for three years I've got nothing against Forest I just want to start us off in the best way possible certainly the win for me on that day, fatefully, when Arsenal, uh, sadly, were knocked out of the title race at Forest. The only saving grace for me that day was seeing Nottingham Forest stay in the league, which was, you know, someone who lived in the city for three years and how important that football club is to the city. 
Um, so that was in itself um, a very, very, very small consolation, but ultimately gutting that we couldn't do it. But I'm hoping that we put past 20 on the first day um, all day long. So, uh, yeah. Let's see what happens with Kaiseido in the Premier League as well. Uh, Maggi says, scale of 1 to 10, how silly will you feel when we sell Tavares for £40 million? Maggi, if we sell Tavares for £40 million, I will do the next live show naked. That's <laughs> that's how confident I am that we will not be getting £40 million um, for Nuno Tavares. Zhungta uh, says, would ba- I don't know why I'd do that. No one would come to watch that. Let's be real. Maybe Mike, and that's only because he's weird. Uh, would Balogun want to be going to Monaco as they are not in Europe? Uh, apparently, uh, yes. I have seen suggestions that personal issue, personal terms would not be an issue um, for Monaco and Balogun. I think Balogun just wants... His main thing is is about minutes. And I can't begrudge the guy of that. You know, I, I can't begrudge someone who wants to play week in, week out. And that's what he wants. Uh, Ashish says, Tom, I recall that we bought... Hussein Issa, uh, the Tekka's guru uh, who has begun his role this season. Have you noticed any distinct changes during the preseason that will highlight his impact on the pitch? Um, it's very difficult, isn't it, to see like specific attacking changes. I think the inclusion of Kai Havertz in that attacking role means that we're going to be using a little bit more hold-up, maybe a little bit more long ball um, to Havertz when he plays there. Even when Havertz came off and Enketia was playing, we went long ball to Enketia a couple of times. Long ball is something that's often really talked about as kind of a derogatory thing around football, that it kind of takes away from the quality of the game. I don't think that necessarily. I think Man City used long ball really effectively against us. I think it is a tactic that can work. So, uh, But Hussein Issa is uh, involved in the coaching staff now, and hopefully uh, we see a, a positive impact off the back of that. Um Mo Ma Demix says, uh, Morning, Tom. After the games on the weekend, do you feel that we need a target man striker? And if so, do you think we can attract one? Uh, no, I actually think that Havertz did a really, really good job. Um, maybe not really, really good. I think he did a good job. Um, and I think that basically he will be of a standard that will improve and gradually integrate and become more confident and come, you know, with, with better form. And we'll see that target man aspect of Havertz's game should he be played in that centre-forward position. Uh, Chris says, hey, Tom, good morning. Is it true that Madrid wants to sell Chouameni to make room for Mbappe? If it is true, do you think it's not an opportunity to get him? I don't think there is for Arsenal. I don't think defensive midfield is an area that Arsenal wants to nor need to strengthen in now with Partey staying. Um, I don't know whether it's true regarding that. Um, Mbappe's future is continuing to be one of the sagas of the summer. Maybe there'll be a resolution to that. Maybe he'll leave for free in 24 and Arsenal will be at the door to open it up for him, maybe. (laughs) Who knows? I don't know that, by the way. That's complete speculation. Um, Spartan says, uh, what do you think should Arsenal do about Jesus' injury? Should we be concerned that this will keep happening since it's a knee injury? Will his form drop? How important is Kudus to Arsenal now? The idea around this small procedure, and by the way, you know, it is only a small procedure. I saw the man, asked the man myself how he was feeling on Saturday, Sunday in the mix zone and he was walking with a limp but the fact that he had a procedure just a few days ago was non-crutches you know it was only a minor thing that they did the, the idea of the procedure was indeed to try and help recover that issue as quickly as possible so that there aren't persistent issues through the course of this season and it was a tactical decision to do that now to save some time off the recovery and as less time through the season so do I think we need Kudus? Yes. Is that because of Jesus's injury? No I think we needed Kudus anyway so uh, that's where that one boils down to. Um, 
Maya says, well, Ramsdale came to compete with Leno and Leno had it easy. And now we have Raya who would compete with Ramsdale. I think there's a similarity between the situations. I don't think there's a similarity in regard to where the goalkeepers are at. Ramsdale is a significantly better goalkeeper for me than Leno. Leno's a good goalkeeper, but Ramsdale overall, I think, is a level above Leno. Raya comes in as a competitive player to Ramsdale. And I think it's it's, it's a toss up between the two. You know, really, there is uh, scope for either goalkeeper to take a starting spot in this Arsenal squad in the foreseeable future. I'm always wearing my phone buzzer during shows just in case something drops. Um, Fabrizio Romano saying that Bayern have added Kepa as a potentially new goalkeeper after Arsenal secured David Raya. So there you go. Very, very interesting indeed. Um, also, according to Romano, uh, Monaco have sent a £30 million bid this week. Not enough yet to convince Arsenal. Uh, it was £34 million, uh, to my understanding. Inter of budget of around €30 million Euros for the striker, but they can include an important sell-on clause. Uh, both clubs remain keen after uh, the Brulimbolo ACL situation. Monaco are really pushing. The player is listening to both clubs. So there you go. There's an update from Fab on that situation. Krishna, thank you so much for becoming a brand new member of the channel. It's very much appreciated. And welcome to the TGT family. Answer you too. Thank you for continuing your membership with the TGT family. Sam Lowe has been with us for 13 months. Jashar today together with us for 30 months. Just trying to get one up on everyone is Jashar, but fantastic stuff. Thank you so much for the continued support. Speaking of Jashar, question is, where is Tavares anyway? He is with the club. He is there. He was at the game on Sunday. I saw him myself with my own eyes, looking quite chirpy as well when we won the trophy. So, uh, yeah, very, very good indeed. Uh, Andrew says, hi, Tom. Now that you mentioned us putting 20 past Forest, why don't Arsenal win the seemingly easier games by very wide margins? It's a great question, Andrew. And it's actually something that I've challenged Arsenal to do this season more. If Arsenal want to win the league, I think we've got to start putting teams away by like three, four, five goals more regularly, a little bit more like Manchester City do. We scored 88 goals in the Premier League last season. We conceded too many. The defence was the bigger issue than the goals. But I would like to see some bigger win margins happening more frequently uh, to help build momentum, help build confidence. Um, That's really, really important. Um, Baz says, hey, Tom, uh, do you think it's uh, do you think that it's uh, for signings after Raya and what's happening with that young Brazilian that we was linked with? Sorry, I can't remember his name. Batello, I think maybe is the guy that you're thinking of. Very quiet on the Batello thread. It did seem that those links were very kind of uh, generated from abroad uh, more so than they were here um, and it might be that that wasn't necessarily as real of a thing as we may have thought it was because it went very quiet there were suggestions that Edu was in Brazil suggestions that Arsenal were looking to go out and close the deal yeah uh, I would suggest from how quiet it's been over the last couple of weeks really maybe there wasn't as much in that deal as we thought it was. And that is the the reality of the window. That is what happens. That's why we report on all stories, give our thoughts on them and try and break them down to the best feel that we can get for them because that deal for Patella doesn't look like it. Regarding, do you think that's it for signings after Raya? No, I don't think so. I think we will get one more. Um, I'm hopeful that we'll get one more. Uh, Evgeny says, Tom, where has Patino moved? If he has, he hasn't gone anywhere yet. Charlie Patino remains an Arsenal player. Still no update. Still nothing to, to say on the Charlie Patino side of things at this stage. Who knows? Could we get a breakthrough today? We'll have to wait and see. But his future very much seems to be away from Arsenal. And Patino will be looking to try. He did play in a friendly. Uh, or I think it was a friendly. It might have been a friendly. I think, yeah, it was certainly a friendly uh, that Arsenal played the other day. But players that were like Mika Bireth, who's now left for 
Um, I think it's Motherwell on loan played. Aziz, I think, uh, I think Aziz played in that game. A lot of the players that, that Arsenal are expecting to move on played in a friendly for the under-21s or the under-23, under-21s under now. Um, so, yeah, he is at the club still, but nothing nothing breakthrough-wise at this moment in time. Um, Lynn says, Tom, do you think that we could get Kudus over the line and would he be our missing piece? I think he would be something of a missing piece. It depends if Arsenal put the money up. The fact that it's, this Brighton situation hasn't tipped over, it keeps giving me the feel that um, kind of we're in a situation whereby he doesn't necessarily have Brighton as a preference and that he's kind of waiting for a club like Arsenal to come in. So let's wait and see. If we can sell Balogun in the next week and get a very good fee for him, let's see where that leans us towards bringing in a Kudus-style player. Um, chef Brian, uh, fantastic stuff. I wish I was a chef. That's one of the jobs I... I say I wish I was a chef. I feel like it's one of those jobs where... You just have to commit your entire life to it. And I wouldn't be doing this channel if I was a chef because you get up at like 5 a.m., get to the kitchen, you're cooking all day, you're exhausted, and you do it because you love it. You know, I love cooking, but I'm not sure I could be a chef no matter how much I fancifully would like to be one. Uh, Tom, my guy, says Chef Brian, Arsenal needs to keep Balogun at all costs. Give him the minutes he wants by making him our second-choice striker. No Havertz at striking, even if he is good at it. I'm afraid, Chef Brian, I don't think you're going to get your wish. I think Balogun is certainly going to be moving on this summer. Um, let's go to uh, God's Power. It says, bro, I am critical about the refs in the Premier League. Call to mind that guy at the centre on Sunday. The FA should do something about it. I've always said that there needs to be greater accountability on officials. We saw that a bit more last season. Um, and uh, I hope that we see an improvement in the consistency of officiating, but I'm not going to hold my breath. Let's say that. Uh, Marcus says, uh, it, it is Umar checking that you're okay for the 10 a.m. I'm off today, and I need this day off. I tell you, I have needed a day off for a while, and I've got a nice week this week because I'm off today. It's the wife's birthday tomorrow, working Friday, at the game on Saturday, off Sunday, and we've got our live event. So it's a good week, and I feel like I need it. I feel like, really, I've struggled. I'm gonna, Oh, this is like a getting into a bit of a DMC now, guys. We're going a bit deep. I really feel like I've struggled a bit these last couple of weeks. I feel burnt out. I feel exhausted. I feel like I'm biting on social media or in comment section. I feel like I'm doing more blocking than I am replying to comments at this moment in time. And I know I'm a serial blocker, and it's a big problem I have. I need to have thicker skin. But I feel like that thick skin, I was talking to Sophie yesterday, I was speaking to her one-on-one saying that like, I feel like recently my my buffer, that thick skin that I built up so well over the last kind of four or five years has really started to erode this last couple of weeks. Um, and I need to be better, you know. I, you know, I always recommend people, if you can do therapy, do therapy. I've not done therapy for a while, not since I was teaching, but it's certainly been on my mind. Should I go back to it? Because um, I think talking about your problems is good, and that's why I do it with you. You are my free therapists at the end of the day. And so, you know, I'm more than really happy uh, to do that. Red Rain says, Tom, you are really thick. <laughs> well, I appreciate that. Is that thick with two seats? Um, but uh, I think uh, it's certainly that thick skin that I did have has eroded somewhat. It's why I think I snap a lot more at comments where I go off on more rants, which I know you enjoy my rants, but yeah, um, it's been a long, a long while. I think I need the season to start. I think I need Arsenal back more in my life and I need that, that, you know, that fix, that fix of Arsenal. Um, withdrawal maybe over the break. That's what it is. Um, 
Belage says, Tom, eat your Happy Meal. It makes uh, it helps better than therapy. I wish I could, but I'm actually on a big training program at the moment. Uh, I've lost five kilos in three weeks. I checked the scales this morning, and I was five kilos down from my starting weight when I started. So um, I really am, for the first time, really trying um, to bring you know this together. Um, I'm really trying to do this. So... Yeah, it's going pretty well. Um, it did mean that I could only have one. I tell you, when I was at Wembley on Saturday, it was one of the most impressive spreads at halftime I've ever seen for the media. There was cookies. There was scones and jam and cream. There was brownies. There was Rocky Road. There was little cake, little green cakes with football pitches painted on top of them. It was one of the best spreads. And you'd expect that for Wembley that I'd ever seen. And I'm sitting there like... Oh, my calorie count for today. I can't. <laughs> like, there was a, like a, the, the food, the meal for lunch was like roast chicken, roast potatoes, veg. And I was like, can I just have the chicken and veg, please? Because I'm being, I'm being good. Um, and so I saved, but I broke and I had one. I'd, I had half a cookie that I shared with one of the, one of my colleagues. And I felt terrible afterwards. And I, I feel like I shouldn't feel terrible. But at the same time, I'm putting so much effort into trying to do this this project um and trying to better myself in some ways but it, yeah it's uh i know i can have the odd cheat day i assume that's what you meant russ not chest day i have plenty of chest days <laughs> uh, but cheat days certainly i know i can have the odd cheat day i can have the odd cheat meal it's my missus birthday tomorrow so uh i will be having a little bit of a cheat we're, we're um whapping out whapping out it's not the right word whacking out whacking out is that the right word <laughs> The new barbecue, I've got a new barbecue. I've never had a gas barbecue before, but we've got one for the first time for this summer. Although this summer has been terrible, like genuinely awful. The weather's been so bad. Like golf has not been that great for, for the weather. So yeah, uh, we're going to be whacking out. I'm going with whacking out. That's what I'm using, uh, the new barbecue. So I'm looking forward to using that. Anyway, there's a personal tangent. I know that you enjoy it when I get a little bit personal. Whipping out. There we go. Whip I feel like whipping out is something else though. <laughs> no one's going to be whipping anything out, Guda from NZ. Uh, but we're going to be whacking out the new uh the new barbecue. Um <laughs> Pity wins says stop losing weight. I keep finding it. Lovely stuff. Um Jabu says who are your favorite and least favorite opposition fans on YouTube? I enjoy the big Steve of City and I can't stomach Bovy. Uh I wasn't a big fan of Bovy's interaction with Sophie on Sky, I'll be very honest. That really didn't endear me to him very much. Um favorite uh a good pal of mine, Rambo. Um Rambo FYI does some really good stuff. He's a big Liverpool fan. He does some very, very good things. Um, who else do I like that does other teams? Little Dan of the Wolves fan cast. You know, they do some very, very good stuff over there um, for Wolves. And by the way, Wolves looking real trouble. Real trouble. Julian Lopetegui gone. Um, they need a new manager. Gary O'Neill would be a good choice, in my opinion, if they can get him. So, yeah, uh, very, very difficult indeed. Um so yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Um, <laughs> apparently, if whipping out's bad, apparently whacking it out is also pretty bad. <laughs> so I can't believe this is the tangent that we've gone off on this morning. Uh, AJ, let's bring it back to football. Good idea. Um, do you think Raya is using us as a stepping stone? Uh, the Barcelona and Real keepers are getting on a bit now. If he is, if he performs really well, that's fine. You know, at the end of the day, Arsenal have a really good goalkeeper anyway. And Ramsdale, if Raya is using us to further you know, our, um, our ambitions as well as his own. That's fine. It's part of football. You know, you, sometimes Arsenal is a stepping stone, sadly. You know, certainly we've seen players use it. Nicholas Anelka, 
famously using us to move to Real Madrid, where it didn't particularly go all that well. Cesc Fabregas, it's back to Barcelona. You know, it's happened. It is, it is what it is. Um, long time says, a little bit of a cheat on the wife's birthday. Oh, dear. Double meanings for words. It's great. I love it. I love it. Good one. I enjoyed that. Uh, Jason says, is there a chance we sign a Dharma Traor and a free as a cover for Sack? Is he still without a club? Dharma Traor, right? Let's have a look. Um, wow. Yeah, he is. He's, he's without a club still. That's quite incredible. He's been a free agent since July 1st. The 27-year-old winger is out of contract with Wolves. The club he joined in 2018. A few weeks ago, uh, it was said that he was offered to some Serie A clubs that play in the Champions League, a competition that he did not play in during his loan spell at Barcelona. Wow, that's really interesting. So last like deadline day, if we need a forwards, Adama Traore, is he the one to go for? I'm not sure. I'm really not sure. Uh, Nicholas Bentner, joining us in the chat. It was good to see you. I enjoyed your city of Copenhagen very much so when I visited a few weeks ago. Uh, West Ham fans were tweeting Westchester City when City bid for Rice. They're not tweeting that anymore, are you? Yeah, because Man City are going in for Lucas Paqueta is the rumour this morning. Um, so I'm very much looking to it. Owen uh, joining us says, enough of this health kick. You're getting smashed up on Saturday, on Sunday. I feel like smashed up on Sunday is like a threat. It's, it's like Owen's coming for me. <laughs> You're getting smashed up on Sunday. Yeah, I'm working Monday, so I don't think I'll be getting too smashed up. I'm, I'm pretty sure I'm working Monday. I will check. Owen, uh, can you send me a message? Because uh, I did say that we need to record a show this evening, um, and I've completely forgotten about that, and it's been reminded to me just now. So hopefully we can get that sorted. Uh, let's go to Pinnyween. says, whack out the likes. There we go. Go on, whack that like button, people. Just... Yeah, with your hands, please. Um, Zumtar says, one player that you would take from our rivals, Erling Haaland, of course. Uh, Benilla says, why do podents always pick on Arsenal? Podent? Pundits, maybe pundits. I'm going to go with pundits. Pundits, why do they always pick on Arsenal? Because um, Arsenal are kind of quite good and it's really easy to stick the boot in. Also, we as Arsenal fans are very reactive. Like we are very reactionary. Um, which I learned apparently is not even a, a word like in the way I meant it. So now I've got to say things like we're a very reactive fan base. That's just strange. The English language sometimes doesn't make sense to me. Um, so I think that's because, you know, if they can get a kick out of us, they can get a reaction from us. That's why they like to pick on us. So there you go. Um, Louis says, I know who our mystery forward is. He was pictured in an Arsenal shirt. Is that a, a, is that a hint that it's win the dog? Because Win the Dog looked brilliant in that picture. Of course, all of yesterday, the Arsenal official photos were taken. I really enjoyed the um, uh, the aesthetics of the badges and the old retro fonts and, and all of that. Um, stuff like that. I love those images that they do every season now. They did it last year for the first time. They've done it again this season. Um, so, yeah, I really, really do like the... Um, the aesthetics behind the new photos of the players. I love the togetherness of some of those photos. They've got one of like Saka, Smith, Rowe and Rice together. That looks great. Of course, Fabio Vieira and Martinelli together, which is always great as well. So yeah, really, um, I love those photos. They're really, really, really good. Whoever's put those together, I'm assuming David Price, Stuart McFarlane, big involved in that, but... Yeah, very, very good indeed. Uh, MLS Live says that's our social media presence. The rivals were rattled over the Community Shield win. I have never seen so many people upset about a friendly uh, result before. If it's such a friendly, then surely you wouldn't be as annoyed 
as you are rival fans uh, of Arsenal, because to me, I, I loved it. You know, I, I think Arsenal turned that game into a trophy. I think we turned it into. We clearly cared. The fans were brilliant. I had a great day. I enjoyed it so much. Uh, it's the first time I've watched Arsenal at Wembley. Uh, Sally was never able to get to any of the FA Cups during Arsene Wenger's tenure. Um, so being able to go to the FA Cup, um, or Arteta's tenure for that matter, so being able to go and cover Arsenal at Wembley was a real pleasure and enjoyed it massively so. Uh, William Sleeback says, Tom, Rob Holding is a far more handsome man than Maguire. Why aren't West Ham in for him? <laughs> i tell you what. Those bids for McTominay and Maguire, goodness me. If Man United get 75 million quid, I think they might even get more. If they get 80-odd million quid for Maguire and McTominay, it's like every argument I have, every time I try and defend the... Every time I try and defend or talk about the reason why Arsenal don't have a market, deals like that make it so much more difficult. And like I know that the fact of the matter is that West Ham are desperate for Maguire and, and McTominay. And Man United know that they are desperate for those players. And the thing is, they know that West Ham have got a lot of money because of the Rice deal. They know they've got a lot of money. And so basically, Arsenal are in, indirectly going to be pumping money into Manchester United for giving them McTominay and... Um, and Harry Maguire. And at the same time, I get people tweeting me going, if they're getting 70, 80 odd million for Maguire and for, uh, for McTominay, we should easily get 50 million for Balogun. Well, the fact of the matter is, is like, we haven't got a West Ham that have just been given 100 million quid because they've sold somebody going after our player. And even then, you know, even like you look at Inter Milan who've sold a Nana for 50 odd million quid, they need that money because they're a team that are financially broken in some ways because the ownership situation that are currently like trying to pay back a loan I think to an American lender and uh, it's just it creates such a kind of warped view of what is going on in the world of transfers so yeah it is it is what it is anyway um, thank you so much for tuning in people I really appreciate it good to see John in the chat box very much appreciate it uh are tennis balls green or yellow? <laughs> Why are you doing this to me, John? It's eight o'clock in the morning. And you're giving me these hypothetical philosophical questions. Tennis balls are yellow, mate. They're yellow. I don't know about green. Green is like, I don't have anything green. <laughs> I don't have anything that's green in here. I'm looking around desperately. Green is, in fact, do you know what's really funny? Do you know, <laughs> as if this has happened. It's yellow, mate. It's yellow. <laughs> As if I have a tennis ball. I was looking around for something green. Look, that's green. My hat's green. That's yellow. So there you go. As if. As if I had that just sitting there on the floor to answer your question. Brilliant. Hilarious. Lovely stuff. They're yellow, mate. That's green. That's great. Everyone's like, look at your head, Tom. You got green on your head, mate. Right. Anyway, rest around off the show there. Uh, thank you, everyone, for tuning in. Very much appreciate your time. As always, you've been fantastic. You've been brilliant. You make my day. You really cheer me up. So I really appreciate that. Sorry for being a little bit more angsty and wired and rah over the last couple of weeks. I feel like I'm going to start getting my mojo back a little bit more now. Um, Please, 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 if you're in London on Sunday, come to the event. Link down in the description. There'll probably be some tickets on the door as well at the Mild May Club in North London, very close to Highbury. Um, 
Harry Simeon, FK from Latte Firm, Mike Feinberg, Bailey Kia, all going to be there. So many of you guys. Um, it's going to be great to see so many of you there. And uh, bring your friends, bring your family. If you already got a ticket, bring your friends. Get them to buy one. Come along. Um, it'd be great to see so many more and fill out the room as much as we can. Uh, it's going to be fantastic. I'm really looking forward to it. Um, so, yeah, do indeed come along. Thank you for tuning in. I uh, will see you again very soon. Have a fantastic day. Stay safe, stay well. And as always, up the Arsenal. It's the 90 plus minute. All your mates around and you've got a McNuggets share box ready to go and you know a late winner's coming. Your mates already got booked for a double dip in and you steal the last nugget, snatching all three points. Perfection. Order now on the McDonald's app for your McDelivery. You in? At participating restaurants, 18 plus, serving times, delivery fee and terms apply. See mcdonalds.com. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's stamps.com. Code program. This podcast is proud to be part of the TalkSport Fan Network. TalkSport. Powered by fans.